Welcome to the Sports The Show. I'm DJ Pat Nasty, and I'm here with Dr. Jim and Malcolm Marzette. And we have got a good bit of sports for you today. We're actually going to cover a couple of different athletic leagues today. We're going to start in the <laughs> NBA. Usually it's NFL at this time, Dr. Jim. You know, we're we're deep in the NFL, but we're actually going to uh, break off a bit and discuss some NBA tip-off action, mainly the Philadelphia... In action. In action, exactly. The Philadelphia 76ers dealing with Ben Simmons. Then we're going to get into a little bit of the MLB playoffs and finish it off with some NFL lock upset game of the week picks from us. But first, as I said, let's start in the NBA with Philadelphia with Ben Simmons being suspended after not participating in some drills and practice. You have one Doc Rivers suspending Ben Simmons. Uh, Well, rather, he sent Ben Simmons home. After he kicked he, him out of practice. He kicked yeah. him out of practice. Uh, but you've had a lot of comments from various players on the team, uh, yeah. i.e. if we're talking about the real various player we care about, Joel Embiid on the Sixers yes. in relation to uh, Ben Simmons being tossed. Joel Embiid said, quote, I'm trying to win. And to win, you have to have that relationship with your teammates. I do have said- that relationship with all my teammates but at the end of the day our job is not to babysit somebody yeah he said he's not a babysitter we get paid to produce on the court go out play hard win some games that's what we get paid for we don't get paid to come out here and try to babysit somebody (laughs) so that's not our job and i'm sure that my team i'm sure my teammates feel that way we're really focused on winning and playing as a team unquote so that was awesome by the way <laughs> like that was a really really good player uh, quote yes so i want to start with you jim dr jim excuse me he has a <laughs> phd respect him uh so so jim honestly how do you feel about this philadelphia 76er situation i'm gonna go to you first because your atlanta hawks were kind of a climax position for yeah. the end of this Ben Simmons love affair in Uh Philadelphia. Ben Simmons is someone that has shot something like nine for 53 or, or, you know, five of 48, something like that from Mm -hmm. three point range. He is not willing to shoot the ball. He's not willing to play in the system right now. How do you feel about Ben Simmons in Philadelphia at this moment? Um, he's, he's being a goddamn baby. Uh, but I think that, um, we should, I don't think that we should fully put, put the blame on, on Simmons on the play. Um, you know, because I always will side with labor. Uh, I think that Daryl Morey, the GM Mm -hmm. who refused to, you know, acknowledge Simmons wants and desires in the off season. And like, he want, he wanted a trade. Remember like that, that big contract holdout. Um, I mean, he doesn't want to be in Philadelphia, obviously. And we've all talked about this in our, in our, uh, group chat for the show but yeah. no he legitimately does not want to be there but getting suspended being fined over 1.4 million dollars it's a lot for four preseason games and then losing another two hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars estimated for being suspended for the game for tip-off i mean what do you what do you do at this point as a player you're under contract are you you going to sit out and pull a Carson Wentz here or are you going to you know make your money and then go at it when your contract opens up I mean how do you feel about that Jim like I said I think that Maury made a mistake in the offseason in not dealing him because he wanted to leave uh like I I, I don't know what the hell was going on in, in Maury's head but this is not all on Ben Simmons if he wants to perform a Mm. 
one man wildcat strike, which is kind of what this seems like. We well, he's not playing wildcat. with the Pel- against the Pelicans tonight. No, I mean, no, he's, he's out right now. Joel's got 22 points, five well, rebounds, five assists. Didn't they yeah, suspend he's suspended. For the first, like, he's six suspended. Weeks or the first six games of, of the season. Um, so, like, you know, we talked about the wildcat strike when, when the Bucks did it in the bubble last year. Remember that? This well, kind yes. of seems like, like what he's doing is that he's just like so unhappy with his situation that he's like, well, I'm not going to fucking show up well, to work. I almost, I almost think it's almost like, again, like I was saying with the Carson Wentz situation where you just, you sit out the year and... Wentz at least had had, had covered... Not Carson was, Wentz, you know, excuse me, Carson Palmer. When Palmer, oh, Palmer. sat out completely in well, Cincinnati, waited out his contract, his contract ended, he came back in the league. I mean, if Simmons wants to do that, he shouldn't be at practice. He should make that known, just not get paid for it because he's going to continue to get suspended for it and ended up have to paying out of his contract, which is just, you know, borrowing money on promised gains. So it's, you know, it's a weird situation. He can do it. He has the money in his contract for it, but you have to think about the incentives he's going to lose with this. The advertising contracts he's going to lose with this. Anything associated with the NBA will not be associating with Ben Simmons, I predict, if he continues this holdout. Uh, On earlier episodes, Malcolm, uh, we talked about Ben Simmons potentially being traded to Portland for CJ McCollum. Yes. Do you think at this point in the Ben Simmons saga, do you think a trade like that could happen right now or do you think he's too much of a damaged goods product almost at the point of an Oakland Antonio Brown not post Oakland where AB actually got in legal trouble but around the time where you just had someone pouting and not wanting to play on the team or do you think he's someone that the Sixers can deal the team that receives him understands that his contract's going to be needed to be renegotiated, but he will be a key part of the team and buy into the system. Do you think another team's willing to believe that and take Ben Simmons' own if he gets traded? Definitely not this season, just because we're so close to the start. Um, The best bet for him is just to uh, stay in Philly and win. Look at all that you have. It's kind of like love the one you're with. You have a great team all around you. You just got to figure out a way for to make it work. Um, so, but if I'm looking at the other teams, Charlotte, Atlanta, Miami, like they're like licking their shops saying they don't even have it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to get started in this season well, and jump up 10 games on them. Well, the trade, know, the trade prospects, field. sorry to interrupt you there, Malcolm. Yeah, the trades ahead. prospects have been mostly West Coast teams. Right. Uh, particularly the big players <laughs> mentioned were Portland with McCollum and a potential trade in Minnesota where you get some players out of there and you have Simmons with Carl Anthony Towns, uh, which I believe... Can I give a hot Can I give a hot take right there? Yeah, give a hot take real quick, Doc Jim. I don't think that Ben Simmons is as good as McCollum. I mean, I, I honestly agree with you right now. No, I don't I, think, I don't think he's still good. I think he's still no, good. No, he's, he's great. Just not sure. but, but he do you think right now, I think CJ McCollum's a better overall player than Ben Simmons. I yeah. think Ben Simmons is a better passer. I think Ben Simmons is a better defender. Which, but I which, think hold on the hold on. offensive he, he, he aspects out, are much out, better for of, McCollum. He sought out of defensive drills, and he's one of the best defensive players in the league. He was up for defensive player of the year last year. Yes. Yeah. But and he's, he's what is he doing? He's he's pushing for what he wants right now, which is to not be in Philadelphia. And we'll see how far he pushes for that. I mean, you know, this is completely different than the situation we're having in Brooklyn right now, where it it feels like teammates betrayed by someone that just wanted to go on a weird tangent. We'll discuss that potentially on a whole different episode. Listen to the right time. 
time with Bomani Jones if you want to hear his takes about it, uh, which were pretty good today. Yeah. Hey, but, unrelated, uh, I got my uh, my booster shot today. So uh, oh, congratulations. I am, which I got, which uh, if you don't mind me asking, which one? I got the the third Pfizer jab. So I'm okay. Hopefully, good to go. I'm yeah. gonna try to get mine soon because uh, you know I have asthma. Sydney's gonna try to get hers soon. Uh, We've just got to basically set it up at the CVS. This time no, I won't uh, have talk to... Talk to me after the call. I'll tell you where to go. Well, like our CVS, we said said we should be able to. So I think we'll be able to there. But we'll, cool. I'll hit you up regardless, Jim. I'll talk to you yes. no matter what. <laughs> anyway, um, but, as, yeah. Malcolm, as Malcolm was saying about Ben Simmons and the Sixers, uh, Malcolm, finish your thought, please. Well, it goes back to just saying, like, I really think you're undervaluing Ben Simmons because of what you've seen. He yeah. has the potential that's through mm-hmm. the roof. He just doesn't seem to put in the work ethic. But do you think his yeah. trade... That's of, why you're even putting him in the category with CJ McCollum. But do you think his trade... We know trade, if he had a different mentality, he'd be so much more uh, yes. valuable. <laughs> I agree. mentality, man. But do you think the trade value this year, if the Sixers were to move him in this early stage of the season, do you think that they could make a move to potentially and Minnesota. I don't think they can make a move. And no get one's, no one's going to risk Edwards it. and D'Angelo Russell. I don't think people want to risk it. It's too okay. late. It's too late. If so it was you think in the, the Sixers, you think this is going to be a long-term holdout situation like you have with Ron yeah. Artest in Sacramento? It could happen. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Or he could just play and be, be great. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch regardless the getting kicked out of practice part, I think, was kind of insult to injury to the the point with Ben Simmons. But I think also you can't show up to a season opening practice in sweatpants with a cell phone in your pocket and really expect to coach like Doc Rippers. Wasn't to, he like listening to a podcast or something while he? Well, he wasn't. He wasn't really practicing at all. No. And I think once. The media, and you know, I'm I'm not a critic of the media in an intense negative light in terms of sports media. I don't think it, you know, I, I I have some critical aspects with it. I will, you know, argue, but in terms of covering Ben Simmons, I don't think this was a media hit job by any means. I think this was a player making his stance be known on how he feels about a situation the team that he's on. And I Mm -hmm. think we'll see how this plays out as the season progresses. I, unlike Malcolm, I think that there will be a trade done before the trade deadline. I think, honestly, he'll be gone in the next three weeks and he will end up in the Western Conference. We'll see with Um, who. For his sake, I hope that he he does leave Philly. Um, But I can't see him staying around with this organization as much as Daryl Morey would like it. Uh, I don't, I just do not see this happening. Uh, You know, I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. We could see him with the Sixers in the playoffs, potentially. We'll see what happens. But uh, right now, I think it looks like he'll be out of the conference, at least out of the division. But uh, we'll continue to wait and see on that front in the NBA. There's a lot of great... uh, tip-off game action for the greater season. Last night, you had the Bucks beating the Nets and the Warriors beating the Lakers. We're going to get a full NBA show in here in the next couple of weeks. But real quick, before we dive into baseball, I wanted to do our traditional way too early finals pick, as we do Mm -hmm. for every uh, sport once it's opening day happens. Uh, But I'm going to go ahead and start uh, for my way too early NBA finals picks. 
I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have a matchup between the Milwaukee Bucks out of the East. And I think that the Los Angeles Lakers out of the West are going to take it. Mm. Yes, I'm going all chalk. I'm going what the experts think, as they say. I just predict this because I think Giannis is a force that uh, still no one in the East can kind of contain and stop. I don't think the East has a team yet that can really match what the Bucks can bring fully. I love my Miami Heat. Uh, if they surprise me and do it, I will be happy to be wrong. But I think you're going to have a Bucks lakers series, and I think LeBron will take one more in his career. Uh, I'm going to throw to you, Malcolm. Who do you have in your finals, and who do you have taking it? In my finals, I think I'm going to roll with... Um, Suns Heat for my finals. Mm, and that'll mm. be a hot matchup. Yeah. <laughs> I really think, I think I like uh, Kyle Lowry is a good addition to Miami. Oh, I love him. I can't wait to buy his jersey at the beginning of the season. And then uh, I just think him, Bam, and Jimmy Butler are going to have a solid, solid year. Um, and then in the, in the West, I just don't anticipate the Lakers having it all come together and gelling. Uh, just from the point guard position, I just don't think Okay. Somebody can counter Chris Paul. So that, that's where I'm looking at it. Everybody in the West, I don't think anybody can touch Chris Paul at point guard. And do you think eight and everybody on the Suns are, because uh, we were talking about contract situation with eight and earlier, you think that all of that will be satisfied moving forward? I don't think so, man. I think that that's the But you think they'll still the get there regardless? Right. Okay. I do. Well, yeah. my, then he might get a contract. Heat and Suns, who would you have taken that? series i don't know man just real quick off the top Suns and six. Okay. Dr. Jim, mm -hmm. who you got in your uh, finals way too early pick? Um, I initially wanted to go with, with you, PT, and uh, take the Lakers to win all of it. But um, <clears throat> in the interests of creativity and what I think would make for a very fun final series, mm -hmm. uh, let's go Golden State Atlanta. <laughs> That would be fun. Yeah. Like, and then what would you, what would you have? Who would you, series who going? you have winning? Yeah. That who would I have winning? Probably, probably Atlanta. They're still young, but, um, <laughs> don't show uh, your home field appreciation no, at all. No, hey, Jim. no. When we talk baseball, what, Atlanta in five, right? When we talk <laughs> baseball in a minute, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go back on it. But, okay. Um, I like this Atlanta roster. They've kept everybody in Trey's Trey and, and, uh, you know, they're, you know, a year older. Uh, you might get another Philly meltdown. We'll see. No, I want to see Atlanta versus Charlotte in the playoffs. That would be fun. That would be very fun. But uh, I don't know. You got to see if Atlanta's that, for real. You know, I don't think that Charlotte's so, there yet. I think so, that Atlanta's still a tier above them. <laughs> well, That's what they said about Atlanta last well, year. there you have it, <laughs> everyone. You've got myself taking the Lakers to win it all against the Bucks. Malcolm taking the Suns over the heat and you got Dr. Jim with the advantageous Atlanta Hawks taking yeah. it over the Golden State over I the Warriors I'm just saying the, like but, the, the, the circular firing squad <laughs> at the top of, of the East you know like it's a great the, team Jim it's a great team well like you know Brooklyn and, or Milwaukee they could flame out early in the, so, in the playoffs so my proposition to just skate in. So my <laughs> only proposition before we move on to the next topic, uh, you have in the New York Times today, I read this morning, the Knicks are optimistic. <laughs> they always <laughs> I want to see the Knicks. I want to see the Knicks versus Chicago Yeah, in the playoffs. Oh, let's see the I'll Knicks Chicago do something. I would look, I'm a Miami Heat fan. The Knicks are my sworn enemy. Me, but for our great friend Montez, he's married his first year. Let's give him a Knicks title, you know? Yeah. All of us Do have it. had titles in our team's histories that we can oh, remember, yeah. except Hell for Jim. No. If the let's Knicks give, make it to the let's finals give him one. Is the Knicks versus the Suns? If D. Rose is still there, then yeah, man, 
says you get one. But moving on (laughs) to a a much more better New York-based sport, uh, Major League Baseball will rather not this year, honestly. Sorry, New York. Yeah, none of the New York. On what happened to this? (laughs) Boston. Whoops. Oh, man. Whoops. So you got Atlanta Braves, Los Angeles Dodgers, NLCS Mm -hmm. series right now at Atlanta leading two to one, bottom of the fifth right now. They're up Braves five up two. five two. Dude, they blew the it just last two run homer <laughs> night. Uh, <laughs> but you have in the AL a Red Sox Astros series where Houston leads three two. Doctor Jim, take it away for our Major League Baseball coverage. I need say no more. Um, this is this is a really really interesting postseason because you've got the Astros and the Dodgers who have won the World Series recently and they're still you know kind of those powerhouse teams that are like you know super analytics based uh, but then on the other hand you've got Atlanta um, who and and you know so the Red Sox to a lesser degree probably but um, both teams are are kind of like still young and dumb and and having fun um, Atlanta now this is their third straight year of, of getting in and then they fail spectacularly Dansby leading them. Yeah. Um, You know, so. (laughs) Dansby's literally his name, Jim. Yes. And like, like, you know, they, this is the year to do it, to at least make it to the World Series, if not win the World Series. But this is the year to do it because they're going up a Dodgers team that is super stacked on offense. Um, Their their defense is great, but they picked up Max Scherzer midseason and he's not playing. They also, uh, um, you know, sent Clayton Kershaw to the DL. And so Atlanta is playing the Dodgers team that still, yes, has a great offense, but they're playing the Dodgers team that is down their two best starting pitchers. So they have an opportunity here. Um, and like, if, if they pull this off, like that would be, that would be so cool to go back to the World Series. And it doesn't matter who they face, whether it's Astros or the Red Sox, like fuck both of them because it suck ass anyway. But um, yeah, like, I, I, what I, I'm, I'm going to make Jim. a pick. We all, we all have to make picks here, you know, for the way of the final four. Um, I am going to pick Chipper Jones Dod- couldn't catch the foul ball. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Dodgers to win the series and Good pick and the world. Um, if only because I'm trying to do like some apotropaic, like curse against the Dodgers. And hopefully if I pick the Dodgers, Atlanta will win. Um, so I'm already setting myself up and you, for for disappointment. Oh, I'm not an Atlanta fan. I'm a Chicago White Sox fan, baby. I forgot. But if Atlanta wins... I gave up that narcotic. Greg Maddox failed me. I will be so thrilled uh, because I love these guys. Ozzy Albies is my favorite Braves player of all time. Like, he... Is just so fucking funny. Jim, did yeah, you this- know that William Sherman, General Sherman, cursed the city of Atlanta when he burned it? <laughs> Which he sure You have. have an NFL Super Bowl potential MVP. NFL, like, he was the guy that was the super, like, fucking, you know, well-to-do giver of the year getting caught with a prostitute the night before the Super Bowl, the Atlanta Falcons wide receiver. You have an Atlanta Falcons quarterback getting caught fighting dogs. Mm-hmm. You have the city of Atlanta under a multitude of curses. We in Atlanta, the city and of Atlanta. jazz as that goes Dude, down. The list goes on not, and on and on hey, and on. Uh, hey, we, we won. We won that MLS championship two years or th- three years ago. The MLS and, doesn't and, matter. 
Hey, Atlanta United sells out that stadium every fucking game. Atlanta the Falcons, Falcons need what? to bring Deion Sanders Falcons to coach the Falcons. Gave up a a a. I'm not surprised because he kicks ass. <laughs> it was Justin Fields that we passed on originally in the draft in favor we- of a tight end that has had maybe two touchdowns this season. But I'm just saying in general in Atlanta, Atlanta has curses on it from you know 200 plus years. The <laughs> the the level of lose and we might get one every couple of decades is thick in Atlanta. Like you what they did to Dominique Wilkins. Mm-hmm. What you saw happen in Atlanta with the multitude of draft picks taken for Matt Ryan to succeed and yet he continued to fail. And I know I went on this rant last week, but I'm just saying I think Atlanta is destined to lose. I agree with you, Jim. The Los Angeles Dodgers are probably the best team in this NLCS ALCS grouping but if Atlanta makes it to the World Series they'll find a way to lose it's just it's just what is meant for the city right now until new minds and new figures get through the state of Georgia the voodoo will not be lifted and that's all I have to say about that Malcolm do you have any thoughts on the World Series outcome. And the more and more I watch Houston, the more and more I feel like they cheat. Well, they cheat like a (laughs) motherfucker all the time. I I think they're going to win. I have Houston to continue on over Boston. Hell yeah. And I have Houston to win it. And they're just a fun team to watch. I also have Houston to... They're fun. So y'all both have Houston to win? So Jim has Dodgers winning. Malcolm has Houston No, no, I've got... You got Houston winning? Okay. I'll take the Dodgers because none of us believe the Braves are going to be there. No. So, with but the if Boston, gets, they do. If Boston they, gets there, so then I'll roll with Boston. No, oh, and when I can't wins take it, when, that's a racist old racist. <laughs> no, battle. I, like, I can't I like deal with that. Gosh. Malcolm, good guy. Pedro Martinez is my favorite uh, pitcher of all time. He's all of our favorite pitchers. He threw the Yankees, Don Zimmer, into and, the into the stands. He threw that bald man and rolled him. I and loved Manny it. Ramirez. Manny went to door in the dugout. So I loved it. He went to door. I understand. That's why I like I like them a lot. No, they're dope. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think they're much more racist than that team, but we'll see. You know, uh, it's Boston. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's no, we know what it is when we get off the plane. Boston has the most racist name in the playoffs right now. Boston, the south of the north. Northeast. It's just that comeback <laughs> versus New York. That's what Boston so is. Tell, yeah. three, tell me, tell me honestly, Boston's <laughs> not the south of the Northeast. <laughs> yes. So, you know, with that being said, let us transition into the NFL. We've had a lot of crazy things happen into the NFL uh, through these first six weeks. Uh, we're going to only really do our lock upset and game of the week here on this edition of the sports the show week six was very fun to watch i hope all of you guys uh checked out as many games as you could uh this week we will not have a london game so you're gonna have your regular slate of games from thursday night then starting sunday into monday night football uh but we're gonna go ahead and start our lock upset and game of the week picks this week with Dr. Jim. Who do you have for your lock upset and game of the week? Uh, my lock, I'm taking uh, Atlanta uh, to further homer myself. Uh, they're favored by two and a half over Miami. Uh, over under in this one is 47 and a half. I would, I would take the over. Neither of these defenses are really that good. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Tua's back. Uh, he, had a, he had a great week last week. Matt Ryan had a great week uh two weeks ago before the bye um so i would expect that one to you know to reach up you know uh, maybe even 
in, into the 60s. Um, upset. I want to. I want Denver, who is a two point dog um, at Cleveland, but Cleveland is super They're decimated. Up right now. They're decimated. Yeah, all and their so, running backs are gone. I know, and I mean, like you know, just looking at this is a forty one point over under. I do expect this to be a very low scoring game anyway. Uh, and in that case, I kind of like Denver. You know, with Bridgewater is back, getting into rhythm. Um, they got Melvin Gordon. They got Melvin Gordon and Javonta Williams, who who is awesome as a Which rookie. Which team has an SEC running back? That's the <laughs> question, you know. <laughs> Neither, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, my game of the week, um, and, like, Pat, you're going to uh, post up our, our, our records here. I don't think the game of the week necessarily warrants a record, but at least no, but we'll, we'll, our locks and upsets, uh, so far, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but, uh, it's been a pretty tight this season decently. It's not like last season where Malcolm just, uh, kind of ended up running away with it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think, uh, game of the week, I always pick the highest over under 57 and a half points. KC at Tennessee. It'll that be a fun be one. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's going to be know? a fun one and a one o'clock game, you know? Yeah. That's always super fun to watch in the early mix of games. Eat Uh, your breakfast and then tune in. It's going to be It's going to be a good shootout, uh, whether it be running and then it's passing touchdown. It'll be fun to watch. But Malcolm, who do you have for your lock upset and game of the week? Oh, I had a ton of locks for this week, but um, (laughs) I really did. It is a lock-heavy week, as you said. I don't want to give none away but I'm going to roll with the Cardinals over the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's about four other games that are easily to run away. And my upset is Tennessee over Kansas City. Okay. Right. They're the upset. I feel the people who run the ball control time of possession. You saw it with Buffalo. Um, that came back to haunt them. I think the same thing may come back with Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, Derek Henry is just running away with the Russian champ again. He's amazing. Uh, absolutely. So uh, this real quick, I'm sorry, to interrupt you the the rushing leader in the nfl right now number one overall is derrick henry the number two rushing leader overall in the nfl is derrick henry in yards after contact (laughs) that's fucking nuts it's great alabama (laughs) sec running back so dude he just runs you over so sec uh, running back jim's friend uh spencer who he had worked with in the past on debatable today discussed or rather yesterday discussed uh how so many people talked about college fatigue with derrick henry in alabama and Mm -hmm. how when he came out after alabama running the ball so much in in his high school and college career that he was going to have some level of fatigue coming into the NFL and be worn out. And good mm. God, that's not the case. No. Well, and uh, like one thing you also have to remember is that he he sort of ran second string to um, DeMarco Murray for yeah. his first two years in the league, yeah. you know, after yeah. DeMarco left uh, the Cowboys. Cowboys, he, uh, yeah. yeah. And his college numbers, which you can find on Twitter, they're Utterly insane. Yeah, something they like are ridiculous. Twelve thousand rushing yards over four years. He has, you know, huge amount of touchdowns. Uh it, twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. It's he, nuts. He ran like he ran more than a than a ten k. So he <laughs> averaged over two hundred fifty yards a game in his mm-hmm. high school games. It's it's crazy. But Malcolm. Yeah. You got uh, Titans taking over the Chiefs in the AFC. So, so do you think so this Mal- will Malcolm be a major shifting game uh, as Dr. Jim takes that as the game of the week? Well, Tennessee is my way too early Super Bowl pick, and they're going to start rolling as it gets colder. Mm-hmm. People, that's once what again, I was about to say. They're your, they're they your Super Bowl selection. They don't want to so tackle you think in the cold, you know? So, yeah. Oh, and and the city also has trouble in defense. That's too. the big question. Big question. Uh, 
connection with Kansas City. Also, you have the Clyde Edwards Hilaire injury still lingering in Kansas City. The line has not been as good offensively for Patrick Mahomes. Interceptions are up. Interceptions. He only threw seven. More than he has thrown to this point in his career. Well, but last, he has to do so, so much more. So last less year, time of possession, last year total horrible defense all adds up to him having to do so much. He can only do so much, you know. Yes, last year Sad. he threw only seven interceptions. He's already thrown eight interceptions this year, and we're in week seven. Um, but but Malcolm, if, I'm sure I if we think looked at their defensive be... numbers for their interceptions last year, or maybe like even forced fumbles and things like that, they're probably all up last year and this year they're probably all down you know mm-hmm. and you have you know player transitions this and that but uh irregardless i think um and this is an outside subject i think uh eric the enemy the offensive coordinator for the chiefs will be a hot coaching prospect I'm surprised that he's. It's, that it's he surprising he's still there. Yeah, and he's that he not wasn't hired up last. A year. coach yeah. somewhere else, and we discussed that earlier in the year. But well, Chicago think, will have an you know, opening. If, Chicago if, will have an opening. If this Probably. doesn't go well for him. He could end up in New York. He could end up in Chicago. Oh. He could end up in a lot of places. I mean, we'll Jacksonville. see. Jacksonville. We'll <laughs> see exactly. Oh, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer might end up back. Of course, in they would love him. LA. Jackson, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but Malcolm, Malcolm, I think that would you're, be closest a good pick. To, you're closest to the truth here, Malcolm. I think uh, uh, Vegas is yeah. a great place for being. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they're yeah. going to take anybody they can get that's. But he fits. He non- checks all the boxes, if you know what I mean. I think yes, I he, think they're yes, trying to go he. for somebody exactly <laughs> that will check the boxes, as yeah. Malcolm said. So but, forget about the emails. But you Malcolm, know? we, we gave is, you a coach. Forget about yeah. the emails. What's and your, also not check. <laughs> The other boxes, definitely, exactly. The inbox, but Malcolm, what's your uh game of the week for this week? Uh, my game of the week is Bengals Ravens. Um, I love both of these teams, and I picked picked both of them to do relatively well, honestly. uh, Two of the the better young quarterbacks in the league, really. This is Mm -hmm. a great, I think. This, I think you really picked a dark horse game of the week, but one that needs to be expounded on more so because of the arm talent from both of these quarterbacks. And, and I think the changing is, on the guard in that division too, not so much exactly Pittsburgh. Exactly. Like you're having the, the shift where you're seeing the Browns and the Steelers and the Bengals and the Ravens, Ravens. separate one another mm-hmm. from where each other are talent-wise. I, I can see that division being one of the stronger ones next year. Well, yeah. I mean, think about the quarterbacks. I would take Joe Burrow over Baker Mayfield. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and sure. I mean, Lamar Jackson's the best quarterback in the league. And I'd honestly take Joe Burrow over Ben Roethlisberger at this point in his career. Absolutely. So that's the division right Right. there. And, you know, because that's where we are in the NFL today with quarterbacks, uh, with the quarterback being the lead of the team. And I agree with you, Malcolm. This is a great matchup to view because it is a precursor of things to come potentially oh, I, in. I just love watching Lamar Jackson, man. The people who didn't totally. get to watch Michael Vick, yeah. our young youth out there, the young, young, because we're now older. And I mean, um, he's they get to better see than Michael Vick. Understand. He's really yeah, better Vick than Michael that. Vick. Michael Vick I mean, said that when he was coming out of college, he said, he's what, better than me. The, and people the, didn't believe him. But I'm like, that's Michael Vick saying it. The accuracy Listen on him, his man. throws or something that I've never seen before from a quarterback yeah that is moving throwing the ball <clears throat> well, it's I think one the other, thing it's to just, be in the pocket the, and throw the ball which Lamar can do amazing and he's been doing in his career since college yeah. but mm-hmm. the fact he can throw it on the run uh, you know the only person that really can match him in throwing the ball on the run is Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and Mahomes has the kind of the, the no look pass that he's or done Murray. twice Murray has a very unique set 
that where he has a much greater torque on the ball across his body than anybody else in the league. That's and that's, only that's a whole nother show in and of itself where Murray might be the greatest small quarterback we've ever seen in our lives. Yeah, that's, but, that's already but, yeah. but well documented. But it's well Lamar documented. Jackson's arm yeah. is something that can put the ball on the rope 45 yards downfield in half a second. It's crazy. It's glorious. Let, let me just put let me put a period on this. Yeah. And, totally, um, Jim. you know, this is why uh, I let Malcolm take this as game of the week and I took um, uh, Casey Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, this game right here is the early season battle for the lead in that division. Oh, yeah. Um, which, you know, like Malcolm said, these are the, the new bloods mm-hmm. and it's, it's very cool to see like these young guys um, you know, battle for this playoff spot. Like this, this and- game right here, this game right here could eventually down the road decide like a wild card. Well, there's a third yeah. wild card position yeah. this year. Yeah. yeah. So anything is possible. No, it's the yeah. expanded <laughs> playoff. I agree. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, and in the like AFC, <laughs> that division alone could put, you know, four playoff teams in. Potentially. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a good division. You yeah. know, it's a, it's a really great division. I mean, you have that in the AFC West is probably the two best divisions in football uh, overall, more so. I mean, so the three NFC, NFC West teams and three AFC North teams getting into <laughs> the playoffs. I mean, Very well, awesome. yeah. But, and then Tampa Tampa's just going to yeah. fucking Tampa kill them. Tampa and yeah. Green Bay. Tampa yeah. and Green Bay, man. Yeah. Don't count out Green Bay, man. But, but yeah. it's, it, it's going to be fun to watch regardless. And uh, we're going to have a lot more of these interdivisional mashups uh, coming up as we move on in the season that are going to be very fun to watch. But for my uh, lock this week, I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams over the Detroit Lions in mm-hmm. the revenge game <laughs> yes. for Matt Stafford going. Well, he's going to be in L.A., but his old team coming into Los Angeles, I think Matthew Stafford and the Rams can take care of business well, there. Well, it's also a revenge game for Jared Goff. <laughs> I don't think Goff will have any revenge. revenge. He's Goff's <laughs> a weak human being. Oh, uh, my God. He for might get benched. For my upset this week, I'm going to take the very unlikely Chicago Bears to upset the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. Damn. I think the Buccaneers with Gronk coming back, uh, they're going to be strong, but I think this Chicago Bears team has athletic potential that people need to look out for, and that I think they can pull a win here and there in situations they were not expected to, to see win. It. I'm uh, taking TB to cover. <laughs> Just so you, you know. never know. You never know. Uh, and my game of the week is going to be the New Orleans Saints in Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks Monday night. I think this is going to be a great game of two teams that have potentially fallen behind the leaders in their divisions. Uh, the Seahawks falling behind the Rams, the Saints falling behind the Buccaneers. And these are two teams that are still seeking out potential wild card spots in their conferences. Uh, so we'll see whether or not uh, the Seahawks are for real or the Saints are for real. I think you're going to see a lot proven on this battleground Monday night. The Saints really need Jameis to continue to step up. He's getting Michael Thomas back soon. Uh, You're going to have the Russell Wilson-less Seahawks still have Geno Smith at quarterback. Chris Carson most likely will still be out with his neck injury. I believe he was recently placed on IR, so you're going to have Alex Collins at the running back position. But you're going to still have a strong Seahawks defense against a strong Saints offense, and we'll see what happens. But I think can, this Monday night will be the game of the week in the NFL. Can I offer one note on your uh, on your lock here? Yes. Um, 
the Rams are favored by 15 at home. When was the last time you saw an NFL spread of a 15-point dog? Some Browns game. Or, or it could have been Kansas City, man. Seriously. <laughs> could have been. True. I like, feel like but, recently. But I, remember, they, I, mean, they just got I mean, the Rams. Three years the, ago, Kansas City wasn't like on the radar. The Rams have the number one receiver in the NFL in Cooper Cup. Yep. They have Daryl he's, he's better than Hopkins as a number one receiver? Statistically I and mean, fantasy, statistically, he is. Statistically, okay. I just wanted to know. He's no. not more than one touchdown If you made game. me pick somebody, I mean, he's not better than Calvin Ridley if we had in terms of... No, right, right, right. no, no, no. I just wanted but, to know what the stats were. I didn't know who the number right one was. Right now, the number one fantasy receiver in every league is Cooper Cup. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> My okay, little so, Cooper Cup. <laughs> so, it, all right. Huh. So, in, in addition to that, I think the last time I saw a spread like that was, um, gosh, it, it may have been uh, the 2013 season when Jacksonville was trying to tank, as they always do. Uh, yeah. And they played at Denver when Denver still had Peyton. And um, I think the spread, uh, the, the opening spread on that was like 21 in favor of Denver. <laughs> uh, but Denver crushed them. Anyway, uh, according to Odd Shark, which takes the uh, the average of the the five big sports books in uh in Vegas uh predicted final score mm-hmm. um let's say uh let's set uh the over under predicted final score cumulative for the Rams just yeah. the Rams I'm gonna set the over under at 40. okay what do you what are you taking I'll take the Rams I'm gonna take the under on that you go under 40 for the Rams but very close like 38 <laughs> PT I take the over take over more 40. than 40. Stafford's Rams. willing to score against his whole team and this defensive squad in Detroit doesn't have a prayer. So Detroit is Detroit is 0 and 6. They are 3 and 3 against the spread. The Rams 5 and 1. They are 4 and 2 against the spread. The Rams are predicted to score 42.2 points. That'll be fun. The Lions are predicted to score 9.4 points. No. So the Lions may score more than 9, but I don't think the Rams will score more than 40. I mean, yeah. we'll see what they do. You know, it it it, it it's going to be a fun right game to watch. We know the Rams is blowing them out, but it's a I, I think that they definitely. I think the Rams can easily uh, cover that with. But I'm not points. as high on the Rams as most people, you know. And I may be a little biased, but I mean you know. that happens. You know? Yeah, I mean after after what the Chargers did this weekend, it's kind of like God, you know, well, like I, well, I the mean, but the Chargers went up again. And I, and I knew it. The Chargers yeah, went the game, up against the Ravens. This is the Rams going up against, against the, Detroit, the Lions the with the, the coach Lions. that's talking about cannibalism. Like, yeah, it's a totally different thing. Last week. Jamal he Williams, did, Jamal yeah, Williams really, and DeAndre yeah. Swift are totally different than, you know. Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, Lamar Jackson. That's yeah. what I'm saying because right. Lamar Jackson is the running back so it's you know it's a different thing but we'll keep an eye on all of these games and make sure that you keep up with our picks as we go along through the season i'll uh post our record so far once i get the episode i gotta tighten up my record uh we'll see who's in the lead and who needs to come back but uh make sure to watch all of the nfl games as they happen in real time uh, from Thursday on to Monday. Uh, also make sure to check out the NBA as it is officially tipped off into the official 2021-2022 season. Uh, check our uh, way too early picks and make fun of us on how wrong we get them. And then also watch the MLB as the World Series gets closer and closer upon us. But as all Always for the sports, the show. I'm DJ Pat Nasty, and I'm here with Dr. Jim. And from Malcolm. sunny Arizona, Malcolm Marzette. And we will catch you guys next time on the sports, the show. Bye.
Allah. Uh, watching the globe spin on my fingertip. This is it. Upgraded Desert Eagles. I equipped them with a switch. Rocking Diamond Cardis. Detroit cousin put me on. Like my Texas family. Riding big swingers dipped in chrome. Bought a load of Delaware. Peas ran me four bills. Sold them out for 13. And we diversified the pills. What a thrill. Jesus hopped out. I grabbed the wheel. Blunt between my lips. Polar hand. Trying to hold it still. I'm the Hemi rider. Thick bitch exciter. Most sipper. Toss a gold digger. Digging a purse. I'm a cold nigga With four figures as a juvenile Sticking shit had me moving foul Lusting Swiss movements on the dial Had my first handheld scale before the age of 12 You was playing peewee I was out making sales, nigga Ran the streets from 4-1 to the L Pack landed Time to notify my clientele I'm 112 on the scale times 4 Yeah, I'm 112 on the scale times 4 I'm 112 on the scale times 4 I'm 28 times 36 O's Had my first handheld scale before the age of 12 Demon child from the pits to the gravel Streaming like the Nile River with them blicks when I travel Caught up in the devil's lasso, shit as a hassle Ain't no beating around the bush, he a snitch if he tattle Left him stiff as a statue, man these niggas is fragile When you really in the field, it ain't no fences to straddle Niggas playing both sides of the middle Why don't somebody ducked off on the coastline Pulled it off in no time, came up off the slow grind Not fourth and long, I'ma go for it Even if I own my own goal line Bricks dingy white, like a t-shirt on a clothesline Tripped over a town, fucked around and found the gold mine Two to seven concrete is a symbol like Voltron Youngin' got a stainless bust down, I got the gold kind Touchdown with a gift and a whole nine Just to put new bodies on my gun Never dwelling on them old times I'm 112 on the scale times four I'm 112 on the scale times four. I'm 112 on the scale times four. I'm 28 times 36 O's. Half a 
y'all rappers scared what the truth is I'm here for the long stretch, palms pressed for the youth in This reality, what up? you gotta feel it Black. Fuck sitting around, I'm chasing millions What's that, We gon' do it for the children yes. We stacking these guns up and building This reality, yeah. you gotta feel it Fuck sitting around, I'm chasing millions Let's get it done We gotta do it for the children yeah. We stacking these guns up and building Crucify me on the cross through the palm of the nail I'm popping a shell, the shot is the size of a whale It got a body on it, but I still got it for sale My man did 23 hours inside of the cell I got the Bentley waiting on him, walking outside of the jail That's just how I'm on it Not as coachable, not controllable The price for the product is non-negotiable There I was, not as sociable Yeah, it's love, but I'm not emotional I understand you're only a fan, but I'm not approachable the cocaine and the food in the same pantry Keep the ground and white in the same room like Drake's family Ain't no walls cause it ain't fancy My heart inside that go like a melter that make a Grammy Michelle Lanny, dope gang niggas just made a family a thousand grams of sugar, it look like I'm baking candy Ain't Everything valid Everything valid Everything valid We make everything valid We make everything Everything valid I don't give a fuck, I did what y'all niggas be trying Got money, fuck bitches, I done stayed with the iron But way smarter, these low niggas always be dying Go on the gram and zoom in, why the fuck is he crying? Who raised y'all niggas, what part of the game is this? It's probably fine, that's real, but I can't make an honest list I mean, me being kissed, been hot since doo-wop tapes and clue Since we got it here, our attitude was, who the fuck are you? Now I'm full grown, and my career's full blown And all my platinum plaques on the wall is full shown <laughs> I move money around on my computer But I still keep some cash for a shooter I seen your bitch, she could be a little bit cuter I'm out in Fiji, pissy drunk on a scooter Cajun salmon with a little Caesar salad Gun on my lap, ready to shoot, bitch Hey, think valid Hey, think valid Hey, think valid Hey, think valid We make everything valid We make everything Everything valid Everything valid Everything valid Everything valid Cops call me everything silent Round here, everything solid Bitch, I niggas thought I was finished off I resurrected to spit these sins and bars and repent to God Every verse I scripted was sent to Mars to prevent the stars From falling to the earth, hell's fire leave you bent and charred You shouldn't mention ours, we box up niggas, we wasn't meant to spar But every right hand will probably dent a car This nigga acting like he Escobar Reading off all the crimes that he's done but was never really arrested for Little nigga, bless your heart, cute story, ooh sorry Damage and pride, you gon' slide, this what you do shorty Stand toe to toe on this fucking like you new Tory, I'll kill your ass in front of your fans and make them root for me. I conjure spirits when this booth call me. Everything I love is what the truth cost me. Man, this shit is too costly. Could never live my life average. I'll always be a savage. And everything valid. Everything valid. Everything valid. Everything valid. Everything valid. We make everything valid. We make everything. Everything valid. Everything valid. Everything valid. Everything valid. Oh, <laughs> 
Thank <laughs> you. 